podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. <laughs> no, actually, in my head, I was had more to say. I was like, wow, I could add a whole lot more to that. And then I look over and I'm like, oh, I already have stuff I'm supposed to say. Yeah. I'm Charles Lewis, I'm internet marketing specialist. You guys have tuned in to the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. That is because of all of you out there. Yeah, you, 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 you. We really appreciate you very much. In fact, you know, one of the fourth countries with the most downloads is Ghana. Really? Yeah. Man, shout out to my uh, little old brother-in-law, I guess you can call him, from Ghana, man. Oh, cool. Yeah, so That's cool. He in the States, though, but he's from Ghana. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Um, remember, they are not uh, Aryans. <laughs> if you were to refer to somebody who is from Ghana, they are not a Ghanorian. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would suck to be a Ghanaianite, yeah. I think is what it is. Uh, all right. Uh, remember, we are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatchers. Yes. Where our mantra is. Don't be a deuce. Uh, if you're in a position to, please tweet now. You tweet. Hag. Space. Six. You tag E-Web. We can uh, network and link up and uh, punch you in the face for it. Uh, as always, we have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is national SEO campaigns need a local focus if you want them to succeed. Yes, a, a national campaign must be focused locally, especially if you have uh, multiple locations. So in order to rank for a national term, let's say, in a, in a local area or city, Houston or Dallas or whatever it is, then you need to optimize for those areas understanding that all of your locations will eventually begin to rank. Yeah, and this is all because of Google's kind of shift in a positive direction, basically. Uh, I think it's great. Remember in the old days, you could type in dentist, and it would be like a dentist from L.A. or a dentist Dentist from from New York, San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Now, you type in dentist, it's usually local. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, Our segment, the algorithm cataclysm. Is here now, and we actually have one. Take it away, Chuck. Yeah, so Algorithm Cataclysm, actually two of them this week. So on October 5th was actually last part, last Friday, um, they did a Penguin update um, on the typical Matt Cuts. You know, it only affected uh, 0.7 of English language queries. Uh, remember, Penguin was focused on linking and, more importantly, inbound links that had low quality. So um, if that's still part of your strategy... Uh, might want to consider making some changes. Um, the other update was uh, they did an up- update to Top Heavy. Oh, they did yeah. that the other day. Mm-hmm. That was October 9th. And basically, they're saying that uh, they called it minor, saying it also affects seven <laughs> percent of English language queries. Point seven percent. Wow. Yeah. Point seven percent. But basically, the whole purpose of the Top Heavy update, uh, the real name is called uh, Page Layout Algorithm um, SEO. Uh, I was going to say SEO Moss, but it was Search Engine Land kind of coined it top heavy, and uh, we like top heavy, so we run it with top heavy. Yeah. But the um, the um, this this update really focused more on sites that um, that still had too many ads and images and things like that above the fold. Yeah. What was interesting though, the article did note that people who got hit with the first top heavy update, if they went to fix their changes. It kind of unfreed them or freed them, oh, if you okay. will, and so those changes will take effect, and you may get your ranking back. So excellent, excellent. Um, also, we have a hopefully little all the algorithms would do that. 
You, you know, well, like they just did a new Penguin update, right? You so would think f- it should happen anytime they run the re-index. Mm-hmm. Now, I think all they're suggesting is, is they've tweaked the algorithm for the indexing and re-indexed. Yeah. And so then those those should jump back um, as opposed to just re-indexing without a tweak or not mm-hmm. making the tweak and not, not re-indexing. Anyway, um, a little bit of news. Windows 8 is launching in two weeks. Who cares? Mythbusters <laughs> Museum, uh, and that's not the mobile version because the mobile version is who cares. Windows 8 is, you know, I don't know. I'm actually pretty happy with Windows 7. Yeah, I mean they got it right with Windows 7, yeah. and so yeah, I'm not not in the rush to uh, upgrade. TikTok have it suck <laughs> again. <laughs> um, this is kind of cool. Mythbusters now has museum exhibits in some museums, so mm-hmm. it's the Mythbusters show, and you can actually go in there and do some of the myth busting that they did uh, actually in the show. Uh, apparently, it includes includes some explosives. Don't ask me how they do it. Just go check out your Mythbusters museum exhibit. The iPad Minis gonna be launched uh, October 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, Mixed reviews about it. I heard I was so the guy. I heard it, um, a review about it the other day. Dude says iPad Mini iPad Mini is something Steve Jobs would have not released. Yeah. He said he would have fought back on it. And so then they turn around and ask him, So you think it's a bad product? He was like, No. Like it's a great idea, a necessary product because of all the the lower cost Android models and Kindle smaller and, yeah. Kindle and Nook. Kindle Fire, yeah. And um um mm-hmm. you know, smaller Nexuses and things like that. They have to compete. And at a cheaper price point. And right. so for that reason, there's probably a great idea. It'll probably sell a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, but would Steve Jobs have done that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he was really keen on being focused on, mm-hmm. the, on the most valuable things. Um, I had a, a, a Galaxy tablet, 7-inch yeah. tablet, before I got the iPad. And I was really, I just don't, I didn't see enough real estate. Now... That's me. I know I'm not the typical. Well, I'm 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 sometimes typical and sometimes not typical consumer. Look how many Kindle Fires have been sold. You know, look at how many Galaxy Sevens have been sold. So mm-hmm. uh, they're out there. People are using them. I just I have an iPad. I would never get. A, I can't imagine getting an Something iPad smaller. Mini. Smaller. Yeah. The thing I might get is remember a while back Toys R Us released uh, kind of a, a a kids version seven inch uh, Android tablet. Uh, uh, to compete with, you, know, you don't remember that? Yeah, remember that. <laughs> I can tell by the look on your face. <laughs> um, they released it. Actually, I'm trying hard to remember. The next day, Leapfrog stock dropped. Wow. Um, but uh, but that I might get, you know, if it's a little hardier for kids and you can actually mm-hmm. let your kids use it. Um, I thought this was interesting. You're in the music industry. Uh, BitTorrent downloads increase musician revenue. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. You have to work harder for it, though. Well, well, what you have to put out great quality is what that means. Because um, I I I I listen to music. I had a ton of hip hop, and and this, and I download some, you know. But I purchase. Yeah. And what happens is, if if um, if the album's okay, don't even have to be a great album. If it's an okay album, like you, I can tell you put in some work. The quality's there. Um, I'll probably go purchase it. Um, because I'm a musician artists, as well, yeah. I feel the same way. I'll give you free music, but buy my music. Yeah, you know, pay for so, it if you really like if it. If you like it, and it's so, premium, right? And so BitTorrents are uh, the easiest way to get music out there. It's the easiest way to build new fans. And at the end of the day, only thing you sacrificed is is some music. And so, and if you're a decent artist, then music is the easy part. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know what I'm saying? So it's the promotion that's the challenging. Exactly. Um, have you heard this phrase? Downloads are the new radio. Yeah, but all the new DJs. Right, right. 
It's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the other point they made is I may be giving away one. They were talking to one British musician in London, in UK. She's sold 4,000 albums, has, excuse me, four, sold 4 million albums, has 8 million downloads. And when she goes to do a concert, they're sold out. Yeah. And if she had only sold 4 million albums, the debate would be would she be sold out in those yeah. concerts? Can you charge a premium? That's what I was saying. You kind of have to work harder. Typically, the revenue in mo- a lot of artists are, are touring more, which, by the way, is great for fans. Oh, like, touring is great for fans. It's great for the artists. That's how they receive most of their money. The bulk of cash flow comes from touring. Quick example on that, uh, guy Mick Mill, he's, he's dropping the album at the end of this month. Um, a few months ago, he released a mixtape called Dream Chasers 2, Crash Dat Piff. Datpiff.com is a, a website you can go to to get free mixtape downloads. Right. <clears throat> Crashed it. Wow. Quarter million downloads one day. Wow. And so, yeah, that's the new word. Yeah, <laughs> it's know? a new radio. That's yeah. the new way to get music to the masses. All right. We've got, uh, and you know, there's one thing we may be adding. I just, this, there was a comment that I saw this week that I thought was worth sharing. There's this fashion shoe that they put this model in. And the With the sh- lean forward. And they lean forward, that. right? So the, it leans so forward. you walking like, uh, Like, you'll get this. You're going to appreciate this. The comment was, I'm pretty sure, so basically she walks unbelievably awkwardly. And the comment was, I'm pretty sure we annihilated polio so that people didn't have to walk like that. (laughs) (laughs) That is the comment of the... I actually had to comment on his comment. The only reason I'm going to remember that shoe and that walk is because of that comment. I've got two reviews. I'm only going to read one. I know that uh, Chuck is really going to appreciate this. Uh, This is from... Madisi Web Design, M-E-D-I-C-I, uh, DJS Wheat D. He uses Sweet the sarcasm D. tag. Sweet D? Sweet D. There you go. <laughs> DJ Sweet D. There you go. <laughs> Sweet TD. Yeah. Uh, he uses a sarcasm tag. Wow. So he opens his comment with <laughs> open, bracket. <laughs> open bracket sarcasm, close bracket. I hate how these guys promote themselves and their business all the time while giving free, intelligent, and relevant information on a regular basis. I especially hate how they present this information in an entertaining and easily understandable way. Did I mention they do it for free? (laughs) Close Close sarcasm. sarcasm. (laughs) Oh, that was great. Then he has a hashtag, haters gonna hate. Yes, they are. Uh, And then he follows up, not in a sarcasm tag. Uh, Chris and Chuck, you guys are the best around. I started my own web design and SEO business two years ago. I've listened to every podcast you guys have put up. I've used a lot of your tips in my own sites, and my business is picking up steadily. Much love to the SEO rapper. I also DJ, so I'm going to mix mix you into a set one of these nights. <laughs> that would hmm. be wild. Like, if you were out <laughs> at a club and you heard <laughs> you're all jamming. Yeah, just jump around the page rank and then go back into Jay-Z. Yeah, it was all good. That'll be all. Hey, by the way, make sure you record that and send it over to us. We will play yes, it. Yes, sir. Uh, at the office. We're thinking about a video that yeah, we put together. Yeah, I'm with it. Um, is this last is thanks for doing what you guys do. This is Daryl from Jersey, DJ Sweet D. DJ Sweet D, man, punch in the face to you. Do appreciate the support. Man, podcast at e-webstyle.com. Hit me up, man. Um, I'll send you some MP3s. You want to mix? Um, so just, yeah. 
reach out to us and uh, we'll make it happen. That, that should be fun. That'll be really cool. Um, I think we've got covered everything. I'm going to read that next review next time. We've hit the Geno time limit. It's time for the meet. Remember, you can follow us yeah. at facebook.com slash eWebStyle. Twitter.com slash eWebStyle. YouTube.com slash eWebStyle. And email what Chuck just said, podcast at e-webstyle.com. And, you know, it's interesting because he does does make a comment about us promoting ourselves. I kind of feel we barely do. (laughs) Well, I will say that I think we barely do, but 80% of our Geno time limit is eWeb-focused. Well, yeah, well, it's the reviews uh, and news and, you know, hey, how to make contact with us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so. It's not It's not us going, look, we're the best SEOers in the world. You should pay for our service. Here's our number, 713-592-6724. Yeah, we'll just re-review some people who think we're the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's, <laughs> let's get to the meat and Okay, so go. yeah, got, that, uh, got meat and potatoes here. We've got through the potatoes. So I got an article here about getting a uh, ranking for your niche key phrases. So we'll get into that. But I also have two questions that people emailed us. Um, so the first one is from um, Eric Boyles, um, centralpark.com. What's up, Eric? We've done um, some been in communication with him before. For you some know, time, helped him probably out, over um, a year. Yeah. yeah, with his other site, implemented some stuff. He did the video. He's the one who got yeah. 70% increase in video watches by uh, following a recommendation that we had. Yeah, so he says, uh, this came in an email, long-time listener, I'm the fullscreenphotos.com guy. Yep, that yep. was that site. Um, I've always wanted to ask, how come your podcasts are several months behind? Uh, like this morning, listen to your most recent podcast on Stitcher, which I think is part of that issue. And you were talking about stories, how Twitter crashed just before the Olympics and the Chick-fil-A fiasco. I'm sure there's a reason, maybe SEO related, but if they're going to be far behind, shouldn't you cover news stories? By the way, I'm going to stop and pause here and say, this is somebody's actually interested in the news stories. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it really dates your podcast. Just an observation. Um, always be a dedicated listener. Uh, we working on that. We've been talking about this, going back and forth. We're about and to launch it pretty soon. Frankly, Charles won. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've just put in things in place this week so we can get caught up. We're about actually about six weeks behind, about six podcasts now. So over the next couple of months, we're going to get that caught up and. The goal ultimately will actually be to broadcast the podcast on Friday, the live video. So one, the first answer to that is tune into the video and you can actually watch our podcast. Now I know you're you're listening Probably to the busy. podcast yeah. so that may not work for you. That's kind of the first answer. The second one is we're getting caught up and the goal will be to broadcast the live video of the podcast on Friday and have the audio up on iTunes either Monday or Tuesday yeah. uh, and our transcription is happening that fast. So mm-hmm. it, it that that is uh, that's what we're moving towards. So but I think one of the issues also is the communication between Stitcher and where we're up to Podomatic because I think that's we're not directly putting them on Stitcher. Stitcher's pulling them. Well, yeah, we put we actually post the audio files that get put onto Stitcher and iTunes uh, onto Podomatic. Now I believe Stitcher pull, will pull those live feeds. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think there's a delay between. I wouldn't guess that there's a delay between Stitcher and Podomatic, the 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 podcast hoster. Um, it, it's just it's it's me. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> so and we're fixing that by me not doing that as much. <laughs> it's a good solution. Yeah. So uh, the next one email came in from um, Adriana Langston. Um, 
says a hey Chuck and white guy who stands next to SEO rapper. <laughs> hey, hey, you know that's better than guy number one. Actually, at the beginning of uh, one of our podcasts, uh, uh, Nicholas here in our office was saying something, and the transcription said unknown guy number one. <laughs> So, at least I'm a dude next to the SEO rapper. <laughs> Thank you very much for, one, your actionable info in Podcast 159 on microdata. Good. Glad that worked for you. Uh, um, take notes about what you did, what you implemented, and the time frame, and then uh, report back to us if you if you can. Tell us what you worked, what kind of results did you see. Um, and then punching me, <laughs> figuratively or literally, anywhere. Um, then she goes and says, but... Chuck, why did you say you could not find my review? It's the first review listed on eWebStyle's Google Plus local page. Frankly, right now, I think I may be the only legitimate review. All the other reviews are from a Google user. You know, by the way, that, that immediately caused me to run out and put a tear tattoo on because <laughs> the implication is he's accusing us. Well, that's she, the implication he, she's accusing. I'm sorry. That's the implication she's accusing us of, having, of yeah, writing our own reviews. Of having fake reviews. And so I read it. And I was like, oh, what? No, I immediately go look at it. She was right. Um, hers was there. I don't know how I overlooked it the last time. And then right below hers are eight other reviews that are positive reviews. Um, and they do say a Google user. I immediately began trying to figure out why did he say a Google user? Duh. What happens was the previous, we have nine reviews. The previous eight reviews were on our Google Places page. Right. Once Google made the merge from Google Places to Google Lo to Google Plus local page, all of the previous reviews got transitioned to a Google user. Those names will eventually appear if those users create local plus pages right. <laughs> if they don't do that then reviews will remain public and it'll just say from a google user adriana thank you you were the first review <laughs> on our local plus page which is why your avatar and name is there and thank you for that review it's a good solid review too so yeah great review all right still on meeting right now so how to get all of your how to get ranking for all of your niche keywords um i found this article on search engine journal and so um I, I began reading it, but one of the reasons I wanted to share with you guys today was because uh, it kind of digs into our internal SEO process. So, right, before we launch a site, we need to make sure that the existing ranking that this site already had is not lost. Okay, and so this article, some of the steps he mentioned in here kind of discuss what we do. So, we'll I'll dig in. The first one was um, keyword research. Uh, and this is all since we first and everything, <laughs> you know, keyword research. Wait, wait. <laughs> I know it's called. Hey, we can't talk about keywords without the infamous uh, comparison to real estate. Mm -hmm. In real estate, the three most important things are location, location, location. And in internet marketing, the three most important things are keywords, keywords, keywords. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, so you want to make sure that you do the proper amount of research. You want to make sure that the keywords you do develop um, indeed are are targeted and they accomplish the goal that you need them to accomplish. Um, so step two, he says, uh, analyze your existing rankings. Um, this is this is an interesting thing to do because what will happen is you will want to rank for certain phrases, but and but you don't. But your site may rank for other phrases that you're not aware of. And you may be getting value from those phrases and not know it. And so the trick is to make sure that you 
understand where you're ranking for the keywords you want to target and where you rank for keywords that's maybe not on <laughs> that you're not aware of. How do you do that, Chuck? Great answer. Several sources. Uh, Webmaster Tools with Google. Um, log in. That'll show you pages <laughs> where you're listed at, including the position you're in. More importantly, which keyword bought them there. Ooh, great tool to use. Second tool, Google Analytics. If you're in analytics, um, um, look at your keywords and then open it up to show you all 500 of them. Most of them will probably be one visit per page, but these are words that you probably rank well for. What we do here is we have a, uh, a tool, Web Position Reports, that will run for all of the target phrases and long tail phrases, and then it'll spit back out a report that tells us for each search engine where you're ranked at. And then we take that information and, and use that data in regards to the site launch. If we need to do 301s or if we need to make sure these pages have the same URL or things like that. So analyze your existing rankings before you proceed. Um, number three, after that keyword research, group your keywords. This is extremely important. And this kind of applies for SEO and for paid search, frankly. Um, in the paid search, group your keywords. This would essentially become your ad group, right? But in regards to SEO, um, you know, if you're, uh, the example he gave here was uh, translated rap lyrics. So if you're optimizing for trans, <laughs> yeah, if you're optimizing for translated rap lyrics, then you may want to group your keywords to so translated rap lyrics, um, rap lyric translation, um, hip hop translation lyrics, things like that. Group them together, and then that URL that may have been ranking for you, make sure you do some, which is uh, one of the next ones, make sure you optimize that page for that group of key phrases. Matter of fact, number four says assign each keyword group to a specific URL on your website. So if we have, I've, I've got to ask, translated rap lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Is that so? I, I've listened to rap. I have listened to rap in other languages, so mm -hmm. that I can see that. How do you? Because because there are some rap songs where you have no idea what the dude is saying, dude or dudette is saying. Is that actually translation? Well, <laughs> or I is think that clarification. <laughs> this yeah, could be a bad keyword example that he used. Um, but I thought of two things when he said that. I did think of the language translation. That was kind of. Sure, I've listened to some badass foreign. Well, I was just watching rap. the uh, the um, my DVR version of the BT Hip Hop Awards right. last night. Right. And they have a section called the Cipher where everybody uh, gets on their raps. And they had a lot of guys from the UK. Right. And there's, there's a some, language barrier. There's some thick. Yeah. You know, I was looking, I was watching it. I was, you know, it looked like he's killing it. I just don't know what he's saying. <laughs> like, wow, I wish I knew what he was saying. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, they, they ended up having the words on the screen. Yeah. But even then, you know, but uh, the other thing was, you think about rappers like Jay-Z who have alternative meanings in their lyrics. Right. Things like that. Oh, so that's it, a good, it, yeah. That's a stretch, but maybe. Yeah. Um, that's the more educated searcher. <laughs> that's the hip hop head answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool. Number four was assign each keyword group to a specific URL. So yeah, if you have you know whatever dot com slash um, um, translating rap lyrics dot html, then that particular page that URL should be optimized for all of the keywords you've included in that group. Um, which is number five actually perform on-site SEO for each assigned URL. So the titles, the headers, meta information, images, video, content, all should be related to that group of key phrases. By the way, I'm going to make a comment because of some work I've been doing this week um, related to blogs. 
I highly recommend that when you first set up your blog and if you have some standardized posts that you're doing and you include images and you standardize a good SEO approach to making blog, uh, blog posts, mm -hmm. do it on day one. Because yeah. I was working it's with a client. It's hard to go back and when you post frequently and you have yeah, years of, of backdated posts. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and frankly, with this one client, I just recommended from here on forward, we're going to do it the right way. And he, he said, okay, I want to I pay that extra expense and actually go backwards, which I, I can't argue with. I think it makes good sense. Um, and in doing that, we went in and realized, okay, H2 tags instead of H1 tags for titles. Uh, those are header tags. Um, you know, we ended up tweaking the interface. This is two years after this blog has been receiving weekly posts. Um, you know, spend a little bit of extra time, maybe hire an SEO consultant mm -hmm. um, to give you some feedback and do it right from the beginning because we're probably going to have a massive effect on the search traffic. This particular individual gets like 8,000 uh, unique visits per month already. I think that's going to I think that's going to jump another 20% just yeah, from from this. So one of the things to do is make sure your your production person who's ever doing your actual building is familiar with the platform they're building on. I mean, we, you know, 99% of the time we'll probably build your site or blog on WordPress. And so the the content management system you're using has all these features as long as it's configured right cuz you can make post titles be H6s. You can make them H5s, H1s, H2s. And it's all in how you style it. And so you just make sure that you program it and code it the right way. Um, number six was uh, build links to your pages. So, you know, after you've done that, after you've done your research and you've grouped your keywords and now you've identified a, a, a URL that's already ranking for a similar key phrase, you went back in and optimized that page for all of the key phrases in your group. Now build links to that page. Social submissions, some victories. Um, you know, and go through and do the whole link building deal. Matter of fact, go watch what was that? One sixty podcast one sixty, we were talking link building. So uh, yeah, about five weeks ago. So sounds right. Yeah. That, so that's the article. Um things to, to take advantage of of your existing ranking for keywords that you already have. Who was that who was that article by? We're gonna get that article up yeah, on, on our Facebook page. This was um I don't know. The thing is covered up. His name is covered up. But it was from Search Engine Journal, um, how to get ranked for all of your niche key phrases. If you Google um, that, uh, you'll find it. Yeah, I'll post it on Facebook. <laughs> and we'll uh, put it on minute. Facebook. Again, that's Facebook.com slash eWebStyle. Um, I don't think we have any blank stare news for today. We just Man, finished the meet. Uh, again, you have been listening to the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. That is because of all of you. We're doing it Texas style. <laughs> All of you out there, um, thank you for tuning in. You, <laughs> you guys can do us a small favor. You can go to iTunes. You can create an account. You can submit a review. And then if you choose to, go ahead and email us, podcast at e-webstyle.com. And let us know that you submitted a review, and we will give you a punch in the face. Punch in the face, which is a good thing. Uh, again, thank you guys for tuning in. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burroughs. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Cool as mountain snow.